1: The following podcast contains adult themes, sexual content and strong language. Basically, all the good stuff. Jamie, why are we here?
2: We're here because my dad's written a porno. Your dad's written a porno? Erotic literature.
0: Why? Why?
1: (laughs) Previously on My Dad Wrote a Porno.
0: I don't know how I'd feel if my dad wrote porn. I think it's a bit of fun, isn't it? For a 60-year-old man to just write about
2: boobs. So the
1: 60-year-old man in question is your dad. Yeah. Uh, we will be referring to him by his pen name. His
2: pen name is Rocky Flintstone. <laughs> <laughs> Belinda blinked. It wasn't a dream. The job interviewer had just asked her to remove her jacket and silk blouse. Underneath, she was wearing a skimpy black thong and sexy black stockings, which she didn't apologise for. (laughs) The
1: number of times I've felt the need to apologise, and I just haven't, about my skimpy underwear.
2: Belinda was now feeling exposed. With only a bra and thong left, she thought total nakedness was not far away. (gasps) And then what? And then what? Her skin? (laughs) Hi guys, thanks for coming back and doing chapter two with me of My Dad Wrote a Porno. Just in case you're new to the podcast, my dad has written a porno, or an erotic novella called Belinda Blinked, and we are going to be reading it together and critiquing it as we go. So today is chapter two. James, thanks for coming back and doing this. It didn't scare you off from the first chapter. Good to know. Jamie, I wouldn't miss it for the world. Alice, how are you feeling? Are you prepared?
1: I mean, I would miss it. For many things but it just <laughs> happened that tonight was quite free
2: <laughs> you love it really
1: I love it I love it I spend a lot of my time talking about this book um I am evangelical about it from chapter one unlike many books I was drawn in to a level of slight obsession and I haven't read a book since year nine
2: <laughs> to kill the mockingbird <laughs> then yeah <in> <laughs>
1: That's my syllabus. That's
2: your reading history.
0: This will be on the GCSE syllabus
2: before we know it. And have you, either of you bought the book yet? Or are you kind of waiting and and experiencing each chapter as we go on this podcast?
1: Oh yeah, I don't want the temptation of reading it myself.
0: Okay, good. Yeah, reading along, baby. I don't want to
2: spoil (laughs) it.
1: Also it's like one ninety nine, Jamie.
2: That's true, I know. It's a bargain.
1: We're not even joking, it is available. If you want if you do want to literally read along like a kind of Disney sing-along.
0: You should just Google Belinda Blinked.
1: Just do that and it will pop up rather like Belinda's Breasts <laughs> in chapter one.
0: Unsurprisingly it will be top of the Google search. <laughs>
1: So, just to establish, uh, last time we read chapter one, Uh, what we now know is that we have this incredible uh, protagonist, Belinda, Uh, she's had a job interview, she's got the sales job of her dreams, um, and she's done that by basically stripping off and nodding for what seemed like an hour to an hour and a half. And
2: blinking, obviously. Oh, she blinked, And having lesbian sex with a receptionist.
1: She did have a little fumble uh, in the dark uh, with Giselle.
2: But not with Tony yet, so I think that may be about to happen, Mm. who knows.
1: It was some good, old-fashioned, naked fun. Yeah, it was um,
2: very PG-13.
0: I wouldn't take my 13-year-old to see the, uh, the film of it. I
2: was going
1: to say, <laughs> don't ever become a father like your father. <laughs> okay, so today we're going to read Chapter 2. Yes. We're going to find out loads more uh, about Belinda and about um, her life in her new job, we presume. Hopefully, at the end of chapter yeah. one She got the job. Spoiler Hopefully we're going to feel,
2: feel like we're going to know her a bit better after Chapter 2, I think. That's what we can hope for.
1: I mean, without further ado, should we delve into Chapter 2? It's what everyone wants.
2: Are we ready?
0: What's it called? Chapter 2 is called The Leather Room. I think it's going to be a sex room, let's let's face it.
1: I mean, I don't think it's just leather because it's cheap and durable.
0: I'm so excited.
2: OK, so, Belinda Blinked, Chapter 2, The Leather Room. Three weeks later... Belinda had settled into most of the administration parts of the job, but was still to get to grips with the large customer base and her new sales force. It was a typical, wet, dismal Thursday afternoon at the office, and tomorrow, Friday, was her first regional sales meeting where she would discuss sales with her four regional managers. Just to check, I mean,
1: wet day weather-wise or she's wet? Because it's Belinda, you have to ask.
2: I like the clarification that Friday is the day after Thursday. <laughs>
1: Do you know what? Sometimes you've got to get the basics in there.
0: I
2: mean, people were complaining that chapter one was light on the facts. So, you know, we've got a lot of exposition
0: here. I was going to say, it's very admin-y at the top of the chapter. It doesn't go straight into it like before. Yeah, by this point
1: last time, she was absolutely bone naked.
0: The town hall clock had just chimed three when Giselle called her to Tony's office. Who checks the time by the town hall clock?
1: So she works for a major conglomerate. In what mini French town is is she actually based?
0: Belinda checked the sundial.
2: <laughs> Afternoon, Belinda, said Tony. There's a very senior company event on Sunday at our chairman's country house. Barbecue and all that. Wear tennis gear. Very casual. No, and I repeat, no undergarments, such as thongs <laughs> or a bra.
1: I love that he's ditched brazier from chapter one. He's like, now we're down to bra also... Very casual. We just said tennis gear, which to me is quite formal.
0: That's a very specific dress code.
1: But no bras. So she's going to be plunging all over the shop.
0: Oh, God. If
2: she's actually going to be playing tennis, I fear for her eyes. Belinda looked up, now intrigued. Tony
0: smiled and said... You'll understand when you get there. Sorry, I think we all understand what's going to happen when she There's gets no there.
1: There's no ambiguity there. Don't wear pants and a bra and dress as a tennis girl. I know what's going to happen.
2: I'll get Giselle to book you a room for Sunday night at the local hotel. It's called the horse and jockey. Okay. it? <laughs> it's probably best if you check in before you get to the old man's place. Belinda nodded. I can certainly rearrange my shopping trip to Saturday. Oh, and I'll not bother purchasing any thongs or bras. <laughs> Because she wears them for a day and then chucks them in the bin.
1: <laughs> She's doing a big shop. She's off to Asda.
2: She smiled sweetly and Tony left. Good. Go through to my leather room whilst I get Giselle.
1: Because you just go, oh yeah, sure, second on the left.
2: <laughs> Tony opened what looked like a normal cupboard door in the corner of his office and switched on some delicate lighting.
1: Delicate lighting? Is this like the elegant coat rack of Chapter One fame? <laughs> Your dad's obsessed with, like, an inappropriate adjective. Yeah or also items in the room when they're supposed to be like at it that he gets really distracted by so he's like a lovely short pile carpet it's like no we want the action flintstone
2: furniture fetish that's what it is <laughs> also i like his his uh, love of bond is coming through here with the secret door belinda went in and the door shut behind her <gasps> wow she thought tony wasn't joking this was her first visit to this part of the offices, and the entire room, including the floor, was covered in exquisite leather tiles. They must have cost a fortune.
1: Leather tiles famously do.
2: Does every office have a leather room, and I just don't know about? Yeah, them.
1: It's like a prayer room at an airport.
2: <laughs> there was no other furniture except an extremely sophisticated and expensive drinks cabinet. In Example Australia.
1: three of the adjective. So
0: all that there is in the room are wall-to-ceiling leather, leather tiles tile. and Correct. a drinks cabinet. Yes. What does he get up to in here, she thought.
1: Sex, Belinda.
2: (laughs) It's white clean. Belinda realised, and I have to say, I just want to point this out, realised is spelt with a Z. (laughs) Belinda realised that she might find out sooner than she bargained for. Anyway, what did it matter? She had been surprised that he hadn't come on to her since that final interview. After all, he was a good-looking single guy and was very professional in his approach to the business. He's not professional, I'm sorry. There's not uh, one ounce
1: of professionality.
2: With his astute guidance, she had successfully installed herself as sales director and was now preparing her strategy on some major accounts again with his help. Belinda thought about Giselle. She was probably Tony's preferred taste in women, 5 years younger than herself at 24, which means 5
1: years younger than Belinda herself is 29. at 29. Yeah, great. Great. 29. Moment. Nothing should be plunging at 29. I'm 28, I tell you. <laughs>
2: Giselle was blonde, not dark like Belinda. She was Tony's PA and right-hand man, foreign, of Dutch nationality, and probably the successor to Tony as MD in four or five years when Tony moved up in the company hierarchy.
1: I've seen nothing in Giselle that would suggest that she could be MD of any company.
2: How is a PA going to be the MD in five
1: (laughs) years?
0: I mean, how small is this company? Has your dad ever worked in a company structure before? Maybe he just doesn't understand. He has, yeah. He was a salesman
1: for many years. Oh, that is coming through. Yeah, I think it is, isn't it? His his in-depth knowledge of sales.
2: Belinda was not interested in becoming MD, so no conflict could ever exist between her and Giselle.
1: Don't worry, there's no risk of
2: that. I mean, that is a signpost right there, isn't it? What is she
1: interested in then?
2: Yeah, what's her ambition if she doesn't want to be MD? Oh, hang on. The next sentence gives us a little bit more on this. Belinda was not interested in becoming MD, so no conflict could ever exist between her and Giselle. This was probably a good thing for her longevity with the outfit. So she doesn't have ambition then. Or at least not to become the MD. But
1: I would advise to Belinda to dream bigger because she's shown that she's got the chutzpah to do the job, you know? Very much She so. didn't just take a bra off, open her legs up and a runnel of liquid trickle down her lower left thigh.
2: I mean, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly
1: what happened, isn't it? I'm thinking of a different book.
2: <laughs> Belinda's thoughts were interrupted when the door opened and Giselle walked in. Hi, Belinda. What do you think of his fucking leather room? And that's in quotation marks.
1: That should have been the title of the chapter. Giselle
2: Manners!
1: And also, why does everyone walk into the room and go, Oh, hi, Giselle. Oh, hi, Tony. Oh, hi, Belinda. Why is everyone surprised by everyone's presence?
2: Well, she is in the leather room. Well, wow. It's a surprising place to be. Belinda smiled and said, I could do with a drink. Couldn't we all? <laughs> Giselle walked over to the drinks cabinet, poured two stiff gin and tonics and started to stroke Belinda's tits with her long fingernails. <laughs> oh my
0: God. <laughs> with her long what? Laugh. Fingernails. <laughs> how, how, How's claws. How do you... <laughs> The
1: talons. (laughs) How'd you
0: stroke with a fingernail? Well, you
1: scratch. Yeah. I'm just picturing her like grotty, like nicotine stained talons.
0: I bet yourself got those like long extension. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. re tacky ones. French
0: manicure stuff. Anyone with those
2: white things on top of the nails, I'm not a fan. You're such a boy. Belinda felt herself respond and took a swift drink while she still could.
1: What does your dad think happens when you're aroused? (gasps) Oh, my throat's closed up.
2: (laughs) Maybe he thinks she'll be drinking other things.
1: God, it's your dad, Jamie. Sorry. No, I'm sorry for you.
2: <laughs> unasked, she put her tongue into Giselle's mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
0: unasked. No unasked. one ever asks for anything in this book. <laughs> oh, my God. So, sorry, unasked, Belinda st- stuck her tongue in Giselle's mouth. Yeah.
2: That tastes good, said Giselle.
0: And
1: no, she... no, she said, that tastes good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: As she removed Belinda's jacket and skirt. <laughs> Belinda slipped the straps of Giselle's dress down her arms and in a swift movement removed the whole dress. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How? It's
2: like, it's like a tablecloth.
1: I think we remember the swift rapid movement from chapter one with the bra.
2: Yes. Belinda slipped the straps of Giselle's dress down to her arms and in a swift movement removed the whole dress. Very professional, Belinda, said Giselle.
1: Professional what? Yeah, nothing about this is professional. What's the job? What is she being <laughs> professional at?
2: <laughs> said Giselle, as she again turned her attention to Belinda's
0: tits.
1: <laughs>
0: give give <laughs> Just, him another good scratch. i
1: will be in tatters, ribbons.
0: Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... Maybe it's time to get all of
2: this off your chest. And I'm sorry about what I said last week, James. Um, Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. And that's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight wheel can focus on the good stuff.
0: So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your
2: chest with BetterHelp. Visit
0: betterhelp.com mydad
2: today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot mydad. It only took Giselle a second to remove Belinda's satin blouse and push up her bra cups. What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, What? <laughs>
2: To, to remove Belinda's satin blouse and push up her bra... Cu- push it up?
1: <laughs> the bra's gone. It was removed in a rapid movement.
0: What was it? No, I know Giselle's dress was removed oh, in a rapid God's movement. for God's sake. This is, so, this is the most confusing undressing ever. Why do we have to go
1: here? item by item? Because it's
0: sexy. No, it's not sexy. <laughs> I've got a hard on. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: right, stop the tape.
1: So, wait a sec. I'm, st- I'm still confused. Moved the bra cups up. Say it one more time.
2: It only took Giselle a second to remove Belinda's satin blouse and push up her bra cups.
1: <laughs> what do you mean? I guess. Okay, I'm wearing one right now. They're currently covering yeah. the boobs. Yeah. So you push them up, they're sort of in the kind of...
0: Squashing the boobs.
1: Well, no, the boobs are popped out yes, and maybe, they're like acting as shoulder pads.
2: Maybe she's wearing them as a choker.
1: But it's still attached to you. So you're now stretching them Catapult style.
2: Yeah, so the breasts have plunged out of them from below and, and the bra's like hanging around your your shoulders. Your clavicle. I mean, this
0: is sexy.
1: Whichever way, it's not comfortable.
2: Belinda's nipples started to swell in anticipation.
0: Oh, God. oh. <laughs> so get that she's seat She's got an to. allergy. Her throat's swelling up and nipples are growing.
2: Say fever season. Get her some Puritan. <laughs> Belinda's nipples started to swell in anticipation before Giselle's lips and teeth started to punish them.
0: Oh God, Giselle! She
2: it's loves the boobs.
1: Sh- your dad is such a boob man.
2: He is, I
0: think. Yeah, that's that much has been made clear to me, Alice. Thanks. That's what he
1: always tells me. I hope Belinda's
0: got a tube of e forty-five in a bag so she can give her breasts. She's going
1: to need some tiger balm or something, isn't she?
2: It took about as much time for Belinda to unhook Giselle's bra and then slip her knickers to the floor.
1: As much time as what?
2: I don't know. It's a brand new paragraph. <laughs>
1: We're going so slow. It's a brand new paragraph.
2: <laughs> This is a new paragraph. It took about as much time for Belinda to unhook Giselle's bra and then slip her necklace to the floor. Belinda's a magician.
1: It, it's a brand new paragraph. It's not even a
2: sentence. She's very professional, James. She is very professional. Giselle deftly stepped out of them and kicked her heels to the side of the room.
1: Can I initiate... I know we're in, only on chapter two, but can I initiate um, a drinking game here?
2: Okay. Oh, yeah, always. Any
1: mention of deftly? Stuff,
2: that is a favourite, isn't it? A yeah. lot of
1: deft actions... Any mention of rapid movements? Yeah. Any mention of a nipple, a bra or a breast? Alice will be drunk I mean, before
0: chapter three. <laughs> Seriously, I think that's a little bit...
1: And uh, my final one is professionalism.
0: Yes, professionalism for sure. Can I add one? Yeah. Um, When someone puts an item of clothing to like the side of a room or something like that, as has just been demonstrated... She's just... Well, she
2: just kicked her heels to the side of the room, James.
0: Drink. <laughs> Very
1: good. Or, or chapter one where everything was hung on a coat hook in the side of the room, yeah.
0: Drink.
2: Lie down on the floor, Belinda, and enjoy all that leather, said the now completely naked Giselle. Belinda did as she was told, as well as pulling off her bra. Surprise,
1: fucking surprise. Passive Belinda did what she was told.
2: At least the bra's not choking her anymore. (laughs) Now stretched out on the floor with only her thong in place, Belinda was game for anything. Besides, what else would she be doing on a wet Thursday afternoon?
0: Oh yeah, I mean... You know, she should not be doing invoices or anything like that, or the sales meetings. What else would she be doing? Lying
1: on a leather room floor? God forbid her job.
0: I know, a job, bloody hell.
1: And also, stop saying it's a wet day. Is that supposed to be like a horrible echo of what's about to occur?
2: <laughs> Besides, what else would she be doing on a wet Thursday afternoon, 12 hours before her first regional sales meeting? Giselle's hands soon make light work of Belinda's thong. Drink. The two girls started to excite each other and soon their respective vaginas were wet and steaming. (laughs) Can we talk about
1: respective vaginas? (laughs) I don't think that phrase has ever been written down, ever.
2: Steaming? (laughs)
1: Steaming!
2: (laughs) Has one of them got a cold? They're going to put a tea towel over their head. Oh,
1: my God. Condensation down there.
2: You ever had a steamy vagina?
1: Oh, my goodness. It's like a geezer.
2: They took it in turns to lick each other's clits and when Tony...
1: <laughs> oh, God. Dad. Oh, there goes my dinner.
0: Dad. They took it in turns.
1: Took it in turns.
0: Clits.
1: Respective vaginas. Oh,
0: after you, Belinda.
1: May I lick yours? Oh, don't ask.
2: <laughs> they took it in turns to lick each other's clits and when Tony entered the room, they were both ready for a bit of male interaction.
1: He was looking for a conference room, you know, when people are like, sorry, are you, have you got this book? Oh, with the, the, yeah, they're going to be a while.
2: <laughs> However... Tony had other ideas and just brushed Belinda's body with his hands. <laughs> Charming,
1: like you would a horse.
2: Feeling her responsive breasts and ass, though you know they must be so swollen right now. Oh
1: my God, she's like she's throbbing.
2: She'd be heaving.
1: Oh gross! Oh, your dad is so gross. No offense.
2: His real objective was Giselle,
0: and pretty soon he was deeply into licking her pussy. Oh, there's nothing worse when when you're in a threesome and someone's paying attention more to one than well, the other.
1: Don't. Oh, Belinda's I
0: don't... the ultimate third wheel.
1: Belinda's such a belly no mate.
0: Oh no, hang on. Meanwhile, Giselle was
2: doing the same to Belinda. So all in all, everyone was getting satisfaction. Oh,
1: <laughs> oh god, well, that's
2: a turn up for
0: the books.
1: Do you know what Rocky's actually thought about the audience? And he's gone, people aren't going to stand for this. Exactly.
0: So they're in they're in a line like a human centrifuge. Unless Belinda's licking
2: Tony's asshole, I think they're in a line. <laughs>
1: oh.
2: I mean, that might be the next sentence. Who knows?
1: Wait, so Tony's all over Giselle. Giselle can't get enough of Belinda. Belinda's just having a good time.
2: She's reading like, take a break, you know. <laughs> After about 15 minutes of this intense activity. Oh,
1: my God. Minutes?
2: Of just licking someone out. Wow.
1: In tandem.
2: Belinda excused herself.
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, that really took me by surprise. Excuse me. I will. I'll, I'll put my apologies in now. Uh, I've got some stuff checked in at the dry cleaners. They, they close early on a Thursday. Uh, it's been lovely.
0: Bye. The, the bell's just told five.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I've had such a nice time. Uh, I must run. I've got Corrie on record. What do you mean, excused herself?
2: After about 50 minutes of this intense activity, Belinda excused herself, gathered together her discarded clothes and let herself out of the leather room.
1: Oh, right, just like that.
2: That's it, she's gone. Bye.
1: Thanks so much for the pussy action. I'll be on my way. Thanks for the memories,
2: Belinda. She's got that far and she just left.
1: Do you think Giselle's offended?
2: Well, Giselle and Tony stayed on for an extra session, which Giselle would no doubt enlighten Belinda about at Friday lunch.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's put me right off my sushi.
2: So do we think that Giselle and Tony are in some sort of relationship? Seems that
0: way, doesn't it? It's not, you know...
1: If they are, then Belinda is nay-taking the hint.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, Belinda, what are you doing in here?
1: (laughs) Belinda's rolling around on the leather tiles.
2: Maybe that's why she left. She thought, oh, God.
1: I think there was a point before that that she could have stepped out.
2: (laughs) Well, to be fair, Tony walked in on those two. (laughs) To be fair. While starting to dress in Tony's office, the main receptionist, Bella, walked in and caught Belinda naked, adjusting her thong.
1: Ding, ding, ding. New character. Oh, Bella.
2: Here, let me do that for you, said Bella. Oh, for God's sake. I know how important it is to achieve a straight line with a thong. Look at mine.
1: Not. Can I just say, as boys in the room and the only girl here, hello, girls don't talk like this. Girls don't talk about the importance of a straight thong and girls definitely don't show each other the straightness of their thong.
2: Unless you've got like a bent ass crack, <laughs> it's going to be pretty straight. There's a
1: line to follow.
0: How's she getting it wrong?
2: <laughs> Bella hitched up her dress and revealed an even more skimpy thong than Belinda was wearing. Belinda stroked Bella's ass in appreciation and thought the obvious. Not another one.
1: Thank, uh, you. thank you. I'm with Belinda.
2: Belinda is finally thinking and talking sense.
1: Where are they hiring these people from?
2: Belinda thought the obvious. Not another one. What is this office running on? High powered sexual adrenaline? It's not a thing. <laughs> Bella turned around and caressed Belinda's substantial tits, which were still suffering from Giselle's attentions.
0: I was going to say, I bet they are. She hasn't put the the ointment on yet. Attentions? Well, the scratching and the sucking and the biting. And
2: they were swollen
1: already in anticipation.
2: Belinda responded by putting her hand between Bella's legs, pushing Bella's thong to one side so she could finger her clit. Oh, my God. It's two clit mentions.
1: A, she just got that thong straight. (laughs) And B, I love that she's just like... Uh, The way I respond to that is, hand up the skirt and wriggle around.
2: Bella groaned and started kissing Belinda's mouth. Groaned like,
0: oh, (laughs) oh,
1: oh.
2: (laughs) I've heard about you, Belinda. Help me dress, gasped Belinda, not wanting to be discovered by Tony and Giselle exiting the leather room, which Bella had probably no idea existed. I think she does. Bella took the hint and calmed down taking inordinate pleasure in placing Belinda's bra and stockings onto her smooth body. Let's do this again and in private, said Belinda.
1: What? Dress you?
2: (laughs) Bella nodded while straightening Belinda's thong for the last time. (laughs) It's not a tie! And picked up the correspondence she'd gone to Tony's office to collect for the last post.
1: Well, thank God something happened today.
2: I'll hold you to that, Belinda, said Bella. My place next Friday evening. Say 9pm.
1: She's kind of a bit Ray Winston. I'll hold you to that.
2: (laughs) It's a date, Belinda replied, wondering how she'd have the sexual strength to get through the next week. But instinctively, she knew if sex was made available, then she'd take it all in good stead. (laughs) What on (laughs) earth
0: does that mean?
2: Belinda went to her office and picked up her briefcase. Belinda's got a briefcase?
1: Filled with what?
2: Thongs. Probably. On the desk was an agenda with client attendance details of the Sunday bash at the chairman's house. It would make interesting reading that night when she got to her apartment, as well as the final preparations for her regional sales manager meeting in the morning. God, it's got very dull again. I mean, no offence to Rocky.
1: Is this Rocky's sales background, maybe?
2: Yeah, and also we are winding down to the end of the chapter. This is like the penultimate sentence. But
1: lest we forget how the last chapter ended, on a high.
2: Outside in the car park, Belinda jumped into her two-week-old Mercedes coupe.
1: And started to gently masturbate. Oh, no, it's just, it's not that.
2: <laughs> Swish and expensive, Belinda so loved this part of the job. What, going home?
0: It's so the travel perks. It's the travel so much about. Yeah, travel drink. Perks. Are we drinking for travel perks? Always. Might, might as well.
2: Swish and expensive, Belinda so loved this part of the job. She gunned the engine and drove the 20 minutes to her new central London apartment.
1: From where? So it's in London. Oh, so it is in
2: London. What town hall clock are they by? Central London apartment. And that is the end of chapter two. That's not the end. It is.
1: How are your nipples, James?
0: Swollen and sore. Can you stop scratching?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what have we learnt?
0: Bella, new character.
1: I think she'll come into her own next chapter. Yeah. Belinda, she's 29. She's living in London.
0: Uh, Giselle and Tony are in some sort of relationship I don't think they're in a relationship as much as they just have an understanding
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> alright you sound a bit like Rocky <laughs>
2: well I am related very... <laughs> I don't know if you've heard Alice but I am his son
1: like father like son oh no I hope not
0: That's I really hope not insight
1: into your sexual fantasies I cannot wait to see what happens at the tennis party
0: I know I think there'll be sex I mean I'm just putting it out there
1: well if you're not going to wear a thong or a bra things will happen
2: tennis whites and no underwear only one thing can happen <laughs>
1: I presume very little tennis.
2: (laughs) It's not Wimbledon, no.
1: Unless it's tonsil tennis. Rocky would probably use the phrase tonsil tennis.
0: So, Jamie, how are you feeling now? Chapter two, you've read a bit more of your dad's literature.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't know whether I'm just getting more used to the concept that it's out
0: in the world or it isn't as... Kind of shocking. Well, I think chapter two kind of, you know, we had the the, the big opening, so to speak, in chapter one.
2: <laughs> yeah, chapter two didn't go to like crazy lengths of sexual exploits. Like, you know, it's not really
0: that disturbing, is it?
1: I don't know if I was looking for disturbing from your dad's first novel.
0: Yeah, er- disturbing is not top of my list when I look for erotic literature. But
2: when I do talk to people about it, you know, their first reaction is, oh my God, your dad's writing porn. Uh, and they, and I think people expect it, it to be quite scarring. But I'm not going to need counselling just yet.
1: That's nice, because I think it's fair to say, I am scarred and so are you, James. So it's nice <laughs> <I'm> that going... <laughs> one person at the table is okay with this.
0: I'm going straight for a shower after this. I don't know about anyone else. You can't join me, Belinda. If you want to get in touch with us, you can either tweet us. We have a Twitter. It's at Dad Wrote a Porno. Uh You can email us, mydadwroteaporno at gmail.com. Or we have a Facebook page. If
1: you want to add Belinda as a friend, which I wouldn't <laughs> recommend, she's quite quiet so far.
0: My dad wrote a porno. There is a there is a page, believe it or not. And do
2: get in touch and let us know what you think, because Dad is currently writing books two, three, four, five, six, etc. So I'm sure any feedback would be a muse to his continued writing James
0: so what have we got to look forward to next time what's chapter 3 called ok
2: next episode we're going to do chapter 3 which is called the regional sales meeting
1: no sorry what have we got to look forward to
2: <laughs> it is quite a bland title of a chapter isn't it so i there try. you
1: go <laughs> come back for that
2: I bet you can't wait everybody but yeah thanks for listening and uh, do come back next week because we will be tackling chapter 3
0: I'll try and be there but I have got to do a big shop. so uh... we'll
2: change it to Saturday James okay.
1: it's the day after Friday <laughs>